We're here at Valley Brewing in downtown Compound, Alberta. We just finished round two of the Canadian North Cross Nationals. Look what I've got here. I got Jared Stock. We uh, dusted him off. He came out, raised, uh, raised the 450 class on his Yeah. First of all, Jared, thank you very much for uh, hanging out and doing this. We're going to talk about three 15 minute moto format. You raced it, you had a good time out there. Let's, uh, first of all, when we first got there this morning, I think the concern was the track, the conditions, how it was going to play out, was it going to get dusty, was it going to be one line. But uh, I think all in all, I think most people would agree, by the end of the day, it got a lot better. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I've been basically the same thing. Like, the, you know, we were here yesterday as well, we watched the amateur day. It was, you know, really concrete, one line, and kind of had people concerned of that maybe forming the same way. And, um, yeah, by the end of the day today, there was, you know, multiple lines. It was still hard packed in, in some sections. It made it really technical and really rough. But the lines opened up a little bit more. And I think all in all, by the end of the day, I was, you know, doing some laps. And I thought, you know, this is actually pretty good. Right. And I thought guys like awful guys like you and Tyler Medalli, of course, I thought maybe you'd be able to benefit from some of the uh, without berms or something like that. You kind of really hold your speed and roll some of those sweepers. I kind of thought your off-road skills might come in handy there. Do you think yeah. that too? Yeah, I think by at the end of the moto, because there was more concrete entrances and I was the only one in my group that I was racing against, that, you know, people were looking at those big sweeping lines and I could shave off 15 feet by having nice roll speed to the concrete. And it is blue group concrete, but if you get used to it, and you run certain tire pressures or dips, uh, you can actually get pretty good traction that stuff. So it was pretty fun. Right, I know like you mentioned that the day before, on the amateur day, people were kind of concerned what it's going to look like the next day. And I was, I was assured by the guys, Ryan included over here, we got and uh, we're trying to drag him in here. We got a, we got a club guy here. But uh, we got a rat peak suit. They said they've done this a lot. They've done it for many years. They know, they know how they're going to put it together. They're going to dig it up. They're going to get the water in it. We were all concerned. But it, it worked out fine. I mean, it, uh, and, and also, the past couple of years, unfortunately, we've been stuck in Ontario and, you know, we're not being able to come out here. This kind of a track makes it a true national championship. You've got to know how to ride this kind of stuff. There's a little bit of everything involved. Yeah, it was really technical and, uh, yeah, I think the guys and gals, the people there did enough uh, work to get it to where it needs to be. So, yeah, it was really difficult, different, and I think it turned out pretty good. Yeah, for sure. And, and it was nice that the guy announcing actually mentioned that uh, Lots of cars there. He's never seen that many cars there. So people came out to watch it. The weather was good. We got uh, got some rain. You can, you can see it coming. That's for sure. Yeah. In the sky here. But uh, we got some rain now, but it held off. But the breeze wasn't too bad. I mean, it didn't, uh, didn't give the guys too many troubles. I don't think. There's some yeah. big jumps. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about some of the racing here for sure. Um, yeah. Round two. So a couple things. We'll talk about the 250 class here first. But again, it was a three lower format, so it's kind of tough to talk about individual things. I don't want to get uh, too caught up with here all night, of course. But uh, just a couple of things that stood out here. Um, I want to say, first off, number, I was impressed by number 44, Zach Newton's up. Uh, unfortunately, he got a flat tire late, and that one he was in battles. There's some really good battles. I don't know, obviously, you're getting ready to race the 450 class, but I'm not sure if you had a chance to watch. But aside from the top guys that we were going to talk about, of course, there were some amazing battles in the back, like four riders just going bar to bar the whole time. He was in one of them. Nice. Yeah, there was actually times that I got to watch the first UG three, four laps, and then, yeah, it's preference for my moto, but. I just noticed the same thing deep in the field. There were lots of people at battle, and uh, it was good to see. And I think, again, the, the track conditions may have led to that. A lot more battling, you know, but tightening up everybody with the track conditions. 
not being used to it. So that's good. Yeah, for sure. And then, like I said, we just going to talk about basically kind of the top 10 here and some of the other things that stood out. Uh, tough day for young uh, Dylan Grample, number 138. Ended up 16th overall. Had some troubles, went down, cracked a couple times. He, went to, he was dead last in the second turn in the second moto. Then had troubles in the, in the third one as well. So he had a, he had a rough day. Uh, ended up 16, going 5, 17, 22. So he's going to want to put that one behind him. Obviously, the kid's a top five rider and stuff like that. So a tough day for him, for sure. Uh, moving into the top 10, uh, Taron Gerber, 9, 12, 11. He, uh, again, he, he one of those guys that was in these big groups. Like he was in a big group. He, had, uh, he was fighting with Wyatt Kerr, who went 7, 9, 9. He was fighting with uh, Jeremy Mackay, 8, 8, 8. Very, uh, you know, just take those threes together and make eights. He was uh, three. 888, uh, good to see him up in the top 10 there. Uh, another one, uh, did you see Julian Bennett? I mean, he had some great rides out there as well. He was, he was up there battling at the, up right at the front there, mm -hmm. and then I uh, went back. He ended up uh, seventh with uh, 11.56 mortals. Um, going into this one, we talked about kind of things to look for. I uh, put up on the site there. Marco Canelo's hands were just hamburgers. Like his, his calluses were bad, and, and he was uh, pretty rough there, like a dark, dark, almost a burgundy red kind of thing this morning. I'm not sure. I didn't, didn't get a chance to talk, because as soon as the races ended, it just started pouring, so we weren't able to go around to do uh, the interviews like we normally would. But 10-6-5, uh, he was in the battle. I know he wants to be at the front. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, what do you think, Marco? This is kind of his, uh, his year to kind of do it, huh? Yeah, I think I've, you know, I've been away from the moto a little bit, but that's a name that I've seen in the last few years, just getting more and more and some confidence there, I think, helping them get into that uh, top five on consistency for sure. Yeah, another guy I was impressed with too, uh, number 14, Quinn Amion had a good day too. Again, I, I wish I could kind of show you, and I, I will do a lot of a recap video of all the all three of each class models, kind of capturing uh, most of these battles. That, uh, but Quinn was like wheel to wheel with the guys. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. They were a bit behind, obviously, the, the top three guys were kind of gone, but uh, he, was, he looked really good. I was impressed with Quinn today, yeah. Six, seven, seven. For Quinn too, I, I've gotten to know him a little bit. Came in arena across Melbourne at racing. Right. He was racing uh, a race a couple weeks ago in Alberta, and I just, it's good because he was mentioning how much the hard pack is so different from what he uh, has ridden and trained on all winter for, so if he can be versatile and, and makes the, the changes he needed to to get there, that's a way to see. Yeah, for sure. And then four, I, don't, uh, I didn't get a chance to speak with uh, Ryder McNabb, but uh, four, three, four, he was just off the pace. He was kind of moving up in the one, and then uh, just couldn't quite close the gap with the guy, so I'm sure he's not happy about that because he had the red plate going in. I mean, he was uh, a guy that's obviously one of the favorites to win this title. Uh, off game for him. Um, and then breaking the top three, very impressive rise with all three of these guys. I mean, they did manage to uh, separate themselves. I'm most, I think, impressed right now with uh, Sebastian Racine. Not, not that I should be surprised, but I am. I mean, he is factor KTM. But boy, what he's really, he's making, yeah. he's, he's doing very well. Yeah, that was, again, another name that I've been gone long enough that I wasn't really familiar with, but I had seen the, the announcement when he got his ride. He probably saw one number two on like a, a 65. Yeah, for sure. And that's happened. I was actually mentioning <laughs> to Courtney that a lot of these these top 10 people were, were kids when I was you know, racing the pro national circuit. So I was pretty puffy, looked really comfortable today on, uh, in that uh, third position. For sure, he looked great last week. Uh, he came back and looked great again this week. Because he's up there battling with the, the top, uh, you know, top two guys. Mm -hmm. So uh, finishing second, going 2-2-1. Two, two, he was leading the first moto and then down. If you didn't watch the uh, the broadcast, you, you need to go back on Ride TV and check it out. Because I mean, the 250 racing between Jake Piccolo and uh, Mitchell Harrison was just incredible. I mean, these guys went back and forth. Um, I was talking to Mitchell. I did do an interview with, uh, with Mitchell. He said he was actually revving the motor behind him. So yeah. it was whatever. It was mental games. You know, I'm yeah. sure Jake would have done the same thing. I mean, right? But, uh, they, uh, they traded back and forth. They went right, right together, finished line on a couple of them. I know in the last one, um, 
Mitchell didn't have to win it. He knew he had to win, so he yeah. kind of backed off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he was keeping an eye on where Sebastian Racine was in third, but that 1-1-2 for, uh, for Mitchell Harrison. He says he loves it here, too. Here's uh, his podium uh, speech. No. Oh, you're down there. Oh, yeah, I missed it. You guys are actually, I think, doing your sight lap yeah. when they were talking up there, but uh, he's loving it. I uh, look down there like it must have been 10 kids all kind of hanging out in there and stuff like yes. that. They're always kind of hanging out in his lap. So he's happy here. He's fitting in. 1-1-2 uh, for that overall. So that's, uh, yeah, that was uh, incredible battles. But uh, like I say, I did some videos, so I'm going to put up and uh, I'll get that together and kind of show you kind of a little bit of the highlight, uh, highlight from the day. But uh, incredible racing. So anything else in the 250s? Uh, I guess that's... No, that's uh, basically it. I saw those two four little cat mouse all day long. So yeah, no, that's good racing. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the best I've seen in, in a long time. Yeah, that's true. And now we'll have a quick intermission. Who we promised to beer? Oh, right. <laughs> we'll play some intermission. Uh, I had a chili dilly. I was like, how old am I talking about chili dillies? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah, man. You guys let me know what you want. Yeah, we won't get in trouble for having a beer on camera. We get, a, we get an advertiser beer here. We appreciate you letting us hang out in here. Anything. At Valley Brewing. I'll do a sound. I came by last night, you guys, and it was, this place was happening. Yeah. All right, so while well, well, I'll at least this up there, I'm not test you want to spend too much time talking. <laughs> you bring whatever you would suggest, and I'm sure we're going to love it. But so let's move over to 450 class while he's grabbing us our lights here. Um, uh, unfortunately, we have to start off on a, on a, on a sour note. We all want to wish uh, Brock Lindner the best. He went down hard. Uh, he got taken away to the hospital, so we're, uh, I think he's in Calgary by now. Obviously, he's in Calgary by now. So uh, we're thinking about you, Brock, and uh, going to come see you this week. Uh, so we're hoping, hoping he's doing as good as can be. Um, let's talk about the, the top uh, top 10 again in the 450 class. Top 13. Oh, I'm sorry, top 13. Top, okay, 13th. This gentleman here, the 732, I was watching your fuel level the whole time. Yeah, I was monitoring that as well. I had plenty of fuel to finish the day, but you know, you can't see it sometimes. We talk it up all day. It's, it didn't need to, really. He's on a manure. You can see his fuel is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Isn't that normal for everybody? Nobody's got clear to paint. <laughs> So we don't, uh, you don't, if you haven't tried it, you should definitely. You think that? Yeah, okay. All right, so I did talk about, I mean, you're out there, talk about some of your battles. How, who are you fighting with? I know you said you made lots of passes. I can see the, uh, the rash. Yeah, I got a bruise. This is why I quit racing motocross. I forgot about it. I'd rather hit a tree every, every day of the week, to be honest. But um, no, it was good. Um, you know, I had some cobwebs to get off for national that pace, um, especially with the 50 minute moto format. I was not. Oh, yeah, that's right. You want the light, you want 40 plus two or something. I was training for 40 minute motos, I was ready to roll, and uh, I almost backed out of this whole deal like when I heard about 15 minute or something like that. But gate drops, fitness, I was, I was in. So, um, yeah, I was in that 12 to, actually, I think I was even in some tents in a couple motos. Like, the next well, you passed some guys that are doing the whole series. I know yeah. that I was watching, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe yeah. you can pass this. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there was, um, you know, the whole Manitoba crew there. Um, uh, I don't know everybody's name anymore, but uh, it was good. It was fun. Uh, made some passes, got passed. First moto was a little fatigued, but uh, I went 13, 14, 12, and I was just feeling better throughout the day, and that was fun. I was happy I did it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and you know what the highlight of my day is? Uh, Staying there with your mom and Brent and Lauren Allison. Oh, yeah, I heard. I didn't even get to see them. I didn't see your dad. He was riding a bike or something? Yeah, I had to ride a bike, but I didn't see Allison. Yeah, yeah, they were there. So, I mean, that was amazing to see. And it's funny, we were just talking about last night. It's like so many families are coming on. Yeah. That's one that we always talk about the Allison's time at their, at their farm and everything amazing. So, yeah. it was great to see that. Great to see your mom. Yeah. yeah it's cool back to the races. It uh, brought back some cool memories. Right on. Uh, another unfortunate thing we're going to talk about is uh, Jeff Pettis, unfortunately, uh, in that first one. Coming around, I think it was the first moto. He also had a yellow flag. Uh, we're like, um, what happened to Jess? 
apparently he rode off and he went to the, went to the hospital, and it sounds like it's a, a right elbow issue. I don't know that there's actual results, but hopefully it's uh, just that bruise. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, unfortunate for Jeff Pettis. He, he's out. Um, and a guy who saw him there was uh, in the hospital was Daniel Elmore. Unfortunately, he had looked so good last week. Uh, show everybody what he can do, and he was happy about that, and now he's not sure if he's going to continue because he separated his left shoulder. I think he said he did it twice last year, too, so he's not sure how long it's going to take. But Daniel Elmore out, um, unfortunately, so we'll have to wait and see. Because his younger brother is racing, and he may want to go east with the series, but uh, we'll see about that. Heal up, uh, Daniel. Uh, I guess we, I want to talk about uh, Troy Bobati, too. I don't know if you know that name. He actually finished second in the Amsoil Snowcross, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Kirschmeyer, and uh, just ahead of just ahead of Yannick Boucher. So yeah. cool to see the snowcross kid up there in that 20. Yeah, I was battling. Oh, really? Yeah, I was battling. Yeah. With his brown bike. Yeah, brown cow. Yeah. Brown cow. Yeah, exactly. He was going good at it. I think he hurt his hand in the last photo there, so he had some issues, but yeah, it was fun. Great battle. All right, and we talked about the gentleman in the 13th. Yeah. The 732. Nobody's taking your number. Yeah, I don't know why. That's a great number. And I know that we always kind of joke with that Parker Eels that he's, uh, no matter what happened, he ends up on his own. Well, this time he got to get some uh, some company because he was down. He was uh, dead last in that last one. He came back all the way to 13. He was alone in the first one for 10. 10, 10, 13 for 11. Just missed the top 10 for Parker Eels. Well, I thought it was kind of fun to see him actually with other riders. So often he just ends up in that uh, no man's land. So yeah. 11. He passed me in both motos. Oh, he did, yeah. And in the last moto, I knew he was coming behind me right on the finish line. And I, I took the outside line because I wanted to give him the points because he's doing the full series that night. That was nice of him. Yeah, but then he just wanted out. Uh, and I ended up beating him. So sorry, I meant to let you go. But I'll get it. good. I like the style. Oh, we're ready. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, this is great. And uh, in 10, breaking the top 10 was uh, number 170, Josh Gaddack. Look at this. Now this is, this makes sense. Welcome to Valley Brewery. Go which one are you going to try first? Um, I don't know, I'm not even going to look at it. You, tell, you folks tell me what I'm having. It's uh, a light one, I know that. It's a light lager, I'm guessing. Or... It's a light lager. I'm doing the coffee one because these are my favorites. Oh, is that the sun? Cheers. Cheers, Jeff. Mm. Sorry, I missed you. Yeah, me too. I missed you. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow. But, uh, 12, 11, 10, bring the top 10, Josh Gaddack. Oh, Josh. Right? He's riding fantastic. Um, I've been riding with him back home, or not home, I'm used to live in Calgary when I was in Calgary every weekend. And uh, again, he was a young guy when I was coming up through it, and uh, he's riding incredible right now. Really smooth, good technical line. Uh, Did you see him on the track today? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, got me thinking every moment. Well, <laughs> you get a good start today. Yeah, that's all I was going for today. If I could get a start, and it's funny because I lined up on a bar this outside gate every time because I didn't want to get in the first corner pile up. Right. I'm trying to stay healthy for France, so I'm like, but I see getting good starts. Fun enough every time. I get real the outside and Tyler would get me every time. Cool. No, so, yeah. I knew I'd get a good start, so, <laughs> so we're good. Nice. And ninth place shouldn't have been in ninth, should have been up higher than that. Yeah. 577, Felix Lopez. They had uh, they did a two-minute hold at the start of the first yeah. one, couldn't get it going. Turns out I was talking to Julian, the owner of the, the parts of the PRMX team there, said it was a fuel pump issue. He did get out there, ended up 29th, so he got out there and put in some laps. He had yeah. a huge pass too, actually. Yeah. Caught some guys. Then he went 7-5. Again, it's great battles out there. I mean, he's uh, him, uh, Wesson, Rosina, and those guys in that spot, just, just behind the leaders. That's going to be fun to watch all year, so be sure you check that out for sure. Uh, did, you, did you see him go by? He blew by <laughs> at, uh, what 
when he kept when he got his bike going again and came out for that first moto with the first moto that he first moto, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that's some speed going. So yeah. he was unlapping himself. Yeah. For sure. Okay, uh, and then he drove by himself here at uh, T Parrot there, uh, yep. number sixty one eight nine nine ended up alone. Uh, he looks solid. It looks good. Uh, you must know. Uh, yeah. Know the T, yeah. T again. Him and Josh uh, had some some wicked battles back home when we were in Calgary. And uh, he's another guy that's just excelled incredibly in the last, you know, five years. And uh really strong, looks strong on the bike. So, uh, yeah, he's right well as well. He's, we got a funny thing every time. I'm not in the moto scene that much, so if he wants by, he says my name just so politely when we're fine. Oh, you hear him say it politely? Yeah. Oh, uh, man, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think it would be great having you on here on some of this stuff. Of course, that's, that's awesome. Uh, and then, um... Tanner Ward is in again. He was in some great battles too. He, he was fighting with, uh, I think he was fighting with, um, I believe he was fighting with Chris. He was okay. fighting with, uh, with uh, Felix as well, uh, Wes and Rosina. But he was 77 for 7, so uh, Tanner, he wants to make that, kind of bridge that gap. He's kind of getting left by the top guys, but then there's that little group of guys that were uh, kind of interchangeable. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't know if you're looking around when you're out there, but. Uh, A little bit. I didn't see the top seven guys. No, okay, well, okay, and then I had the end finish, right? again, 668, again, I got these guys bracketed because they were some good racing to Weston Rosina. I'm really impressed with Weston Rosina's riding, too. Yeah, yeah, again, that's a guy I wasn't familiar with. And no, really, you oh, oh, missed well, Weston's then. Uh, yeah, I did, I mean, he kind of came on for like pretty much the year, like, he was there, I think, when I was in Bolton, he was like, the last time I was in Bolton, maybe he was on, like, 150. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah, he did his, that's his time on 150 on so. Still not great though. Like, we should see this about it. Is, I just get rid of him. <laughs> All right, and I just had him again in those great battles. Uh, Chris Blackburn, five five six. He was just he was kind of in that group, and he kind of would fall off a little bit, and he close up and again. He was uh, again the top guys are just a little bit above them, and, but there's a lot of good racing. It's great. Plus, on always says the five to eight, five to eight guys, lots of good battling in there. So he ended up fifth, five five six. So uh, good for him. He loves it here too, I think. Cool. And uh, people love him too. He's a super nice kid. So uh, nice. certainly check him out. And then local boy just came back from uh, racing in the states. Yeah. Uh, Keelan Messon, the only guy that we could find who's raced here before. Yeah. But uh, he went four four four. And man, was he getting some good battles too. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Good to see Keelan. You would have seen that in this. I think it was the second one. Him and uh, him and Mark and wheel to wheel at the end. Just, oh, nice. just oh, it was amazing. Yeah, really really good battles. Yeah. Um, and then mentioning Sean. Sean went three three two. Uh, coming back after a separated, uh, sorry, dislocated shoulder from last week. So he is a guy that rides this kind of dirt very well. What's the dirt called, guys? Oh, it's Many of the guys have seen the Highland Mound either, so at least some local guys will have seen the next week's yeah. track. So 
So that's going to be interesting as well. And going one, 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 who passed like one of the moments? He passed like six guys in the first lap. Yeah, I, I'm writing it down. What, you know what they went off the start and everything. And I'm like, oh wow, he's got some work to do. Came down again. Dylan right up front. So I went one, one, one. Uh, it's one of those things too. It's like you know we're all making these. Oh, it's going to be a hard pack. It's going to be a little bit tighter tracks on the passing sections. Well, the fast guys go fast, right? Yeah. So what are you going to do? I mean, Dylan Wright, going to be tough to beat him for sure. Definitely. Um, so congratulations to him for going one, one, one. Pretty good stranglehold on the uh, on the title heading into round three. Definitely. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, what else? That was good. That's uh, classes. We're heading to Pilot Mountain in Manitoba next week. Yeah. Uh, we're sitting here at Valley Brewing, having uh, enjoying a tasty beverage. Thank you very much to the, to the guys. Yeah. Open it up on this in here. And, uh, oh, of course, the sun's out again now. But uh, also, thank you very much to FXR, the gang over there, FXR Moto, for getting behind us, helping us out, and uh, getting us to the races and uh, doing these fun little recaps. Yeah. Um, well, I can be there by myself next week. You can come in and tell them. Come on. I have an uh, offer for us to do. Oh, OK. If, if it doesn't rain 100 mils like it's supposed to, we'll be racing in the woods. Excellent. All right, well, uh, I'm Billy Rayford. Thank you very much to Jared Stock for uh, stopping in and doing the racing and having some fun here with us. Absolutely. Uh, having a tasty beverage here. Thank you very much, you guys. Yeah, but uh, yeah, thank you very much for watching, and uh, we'll be back in next week. Thank you.